the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Welcome back, Mark. Well, thank you very much. It's good to be back. Well, it's, it's good, good to, to have you. you. We missed you. I missed you guys. Aww. Oh. We well, missed you, too. Apparently you did because you actually called in to talk to us. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, I couldn't be bothered even though it was 9 o'clock back in... Rolling. <laughs> Couldn't be bothered. Okay. Quite frankly, I don't. I don't blame you. Uh let's see. What do we have going on this weekend? Um, classes. Well, wait a second. What? Wait a second. We haven't talked weather. We haven't talked moon. Oh, we, we haven't did talked. Quick, we didn't, quick, yeah. quick. Good morning. We did. Yeah. It was a. Uh, the fog looked, lifted before I drove in this morning, which was nice. It wasn't. It, was, it wasn't too bad at, at where. It was a little, uh, little fog in Poway on uh, inventory day on Wednesday. Driving in. I stopped and picked up donuts at Donut Touch mm-hmm. going across Scripps Poway Parkway. It was mm-hmm. awful. Oh, really? I had to slow down. It was terrible. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yes, but that's much better today. And we're supposed to have a good temperate weekend and maybe a little bit of... I heard there might be a little per- precipitation. Yes, a little bit on Monday, some, but not much. Nothing nothing, nothing to speak of. Not to Probably not anything to count as a water, but it'll... Delay the need for water from plants. That that is correct. There we go. You know what I found delays the need for water? Killing off your plants? No, a sprinkler stuck open. No. Ah, yes, it <laughs> That'll does. That'll do it too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I almost had another swimming pool in my backyard. Well, it's it's good that it was the sprinkler stuck open and not you turning it on and then just forgetting to turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. That, I've done that. I've done that, played, be, I've done that, played that before game too. too. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we were. When was it? Uh, um, was Thursday. We came came home. We went to the track on Thursday. So we came home, got changed, and I saw the sprinkler was on on the lawn in the backyard. And, it was, and I thought, well, that's kind of a weird time for the sprinkler to be on. But I didn't think anything about it, think anything <laughs> else about it, because I couldn't remember what time it was set to go off. So we went to the we went to the track and we went out to dinner. And I came home, the sprinkler's still on, yeah. and, so, and the water was pouring out of the pouring out of the drain into the gutter. So. So that is what you do when we have that atmospheric river a week and a half ago, filling up the reservoirs to the north. So you're trying to I'm, alleviate the stress <laughs> on those underwater reservoirs. Trying to put some relief on the Oroville Dam. Yeah, that's what I was. Good, that's good what job. I was doing. It ended up so, thirty feet uh, up. That's after just that insane. Rain. That really that's a is significant nuts. amount in no time. It's hundreds of thousands of acre feet of water, and I don't even know. Vision. I can't even visualize that. Well, an acre an acre foot is four thousand four thousand forty three thousand five hundred and eighty six cubic feet of water. Wow. It's it's you take one acre and put a foot of water on it. Wow, that, that's an acre foot of water, which is what you were trying to do. In your backyard, which is what I was, <laughs> yeah. and did I, you and have I a half think, acre foot? Or what, did you, what did you get? Uh, something like that, and I think a and I think a cubic foot of water is six point seven gallons. Something like that. So holy cow, it's a lot of water. It's it's a ton of water. It oh, it's more than a ton. Well, 
<laughs> I mean, I can't, in I can't a literal say sense. that. I can't say the the unit of measure that I would normally use. <laughs> but, but, but correct. <laughs> but suffice it to say, it's a large amount. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, okay now you can go. Now on. Now we can go the, on. Yes, sir. okay. Um, in San Diego today, we have um, fall bed prep with Jim is teaching that. Oh, okay, very good. And at nine thirty in Poway, it's all about composting with Tyler Trimble. Uh, from is it backyard trees? Is that yeah, name? yeah. And so. and his class is going to be all types of composting, not just you know a hot bin or something. So that including worm composting and such. Is, isn't Tyler's gig backyard fruit San yeah, Diego? It is backyard fruit. Backyard fruit. Okay. Um, classes in San Diego start at nine o'clock. Get there early to get a seat and a parking space. And in Poway, we have plenty of parking, but you might want to get there early to get a. To get a good seat. Um, Tyler's classes are usually pretty popular. And speaking of San Diego, do you know what I have in my car to take to San Diego after the radio show this morning? I have to sit back and be quiet on this one. Because you know the answer, but it might be helpful because I don't think... Well, you yeah. know the answer. Well, I do now. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah I t- you told me this morning. The, the fold-out... Was it the bird guide he oh. wanted or the butterfly guide? I think guide? he wanted the butterfly one. Okay. I have the the, the laminated fold-out. fold-out guides. They're in... Poway now, and they will be, be in Point Diego, Loma yeah. later today. Later today, they yeah. came in mean, yesterday. They, don't you mean they're in your car? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. With all kinds of notes to make sure that he gets them there. Yeah. Look at this handy dandy <laughs> addition to my. <laughs> that key works thing. very well. Yes, I, it I, does. I have done that because I took been... George did everything I needed to have happen, and then I put my keys on top of the box. Mm-hmm. But he thought I would just pick up my keys and walk out and leave the box, which is possibly what would have happened. Unfortunately, but so he put a tag on my keychain that I can't miss. It's kind of like the the piece of, of wood that is attached to bathroom keys at gas stations. Yeah. Uh, or like the remove before flight tags that we put on airplane. All of those all of those make things. sure that you knew uh, to take that box. Now I do have one question for you about that. Is there a is there transfer paperwork in there? Did you do that part of the There's both pieces. There's a, there is in yes. fact a transfer piece of paper Thank inside you. there. Thank you very much. All right. I didn't mean to for you, Mr. Anderson. No, but, no. Uh, you know when that doesn't work? Because when you don't have to put your key in the ignition. Yeah, well, oh, see, God. fortunately, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a, fortunately, a new, I still have problem. a car. Yeah. That's a, th- a, a, first world, yeah. a first world problem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Also tonight, um, daylight savings time goes away. We get an extra hour. We get tonight. an extra hour of sleep, and I, are they ever going to stop that? Oh my! Oh. Senator Rubio last week, or when we were talking about it, he is proposing that we get rid of it. Well, we voted. Yes, we voted to do that. Didn't I thought we? in yeah. California, yeah. but then it still takes an act by the legislature to actually do it. I think. Well, they're working on much more important things than. And then the you know, then the other question was: Do you get rid of do you get rid of daylight savings time, or do you make daylight savings time the new standard time? I, I, that's why it hasn't been completed that's right. yet. That's a big question. I, I, I'm indifferent as long as it stays one or the it just, other. It really doesn't bother me either way. You know, the, Arizona seems to survive every year. I, and <laughs> most of the world now. So, uh, so I'm so, trying to decide whether I what which way I want to go here, whether uh, I care or not. I do hate. I don't hate. I know, I'm sorry, I Mom. Dislike, I dislike greatly having the body clock changed twice right. a year and that's where and I it, think there's some utility it, in having it remain stable regardless of it which is way we go. so obvious to my life and my sleeping habits that when the clock changes it it messes everything up for weeks yeah. my sleeping patterns are changed well in the, in the springtime it screws me up but in the fall it's it's okay. I get, I get used I to it pretty quickly. I can't figure out how to change my clock. <laughs> so that's that's, well, that's the me. beauty of most clocks now and our phones well, all phone, being taken yes. care of. But for in my it. car, it's like, oh, it's only, you only have to live with it for six months, Mark. Just let yeah. it go. Yeah. I've got a, yeah. Trust me, I have. I've got a new microwave, so I'm going to have to get the manual out to figure that one out. So, <laughs> uh, let's see. So we've got daylight savings time. Uh, November 10th, we, st- if we still have time. If you would like to come, we have a special class at 6 o'clock in the evening in the Poway store. Tom Spellman from Dave Wilson Nursery is going to be coming down to do a class on Backyard Orchard. Uh, and he is probably the yeah. one of the preeminent experts in the field. Super nice guy, very knowledgeable. 
Um, great speaker. It's great speaker. It's going to be a it's going to be a fantastic class. We do ask that you make a reservation. There is no charge for the class, but we do ask that you make a reservation. And just give the store, give Powell a call, and we'll put you on the list. Just so we have an idea of how many chairs we need to set up for the uh, for the class. But it is it's a very well attended class. So, um, what we're not we need putting chairs? Oh, more. Okay, I was going to say I thought we were just standing, but and, and and if I remember correctly, David Ross will be preparing and serving complimentary former John Albee Franks. Currently, oh. that is slated. That is going to happen. All right. That's the best part of the class. So if you want to RSVP for that, uh, yeah. call Sorry, H- Tom. Tom. Tom's great, but, yeah. you know, complimentary it's hot dogs. It's the hot dogs. dog, yeah. It, it's, whoa, whoa, whoa. Farmer They're John not, Albee uh, Franks. Good, good, good point. Okay. Again, I, you don't have to. Okay. You apologize. Well, you didn't apologize. No, no. Are you going to? No. Yeah, I will. If you want At me some to. point. Yeah, I do want you yeah. to. Sorry about that. Okay, thank you. I accept. We can move on. So if you want to give, if you want to RSVP for that, call the store after 9 o'clock today. Number is 858-513-4900. Uh, on the 13th uh, in San Diego, we have a Bonsai class coming up. It's Bonsai Basics with Richard. I, I don't know Richard. Oh, you're talking Richard DeLeo down in Point Loma? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Interesting fellow. Okay. So that's going to be the 13th at 9 o'clock. And then we have a permaculture class uh, with Steve Atkinson in Poway at 9.30 that day. I don't know Steve either. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, Steve, Steve's a new guy for us. Uh, we met him via uh, Brigitte from San Diego oh. Seed Company. Oh, okay. He does a lot of permaculture okay. things. Um should be a good class. He's going to talk about creating a food forest uh, in your backyard. Since Elia packed up and moved to Costa Rica, we didn't have a food forest presenter, but now we do. Now we do. She did do a oh, one I or two presentation, yeah. presentations on, yeah. on food forests. Or it, very interesting. Yeah. I uh, had an interesting exchange with a customer yesterday. They came in, and he was returning a bottle of bioadvanced rosen flower the yes. one that you mix with water and pour around the okay. roots of the plant and he said I'd, li- I'd like to return this i said what I, I just asked him i said what's what was the problem he said oh it killed my rose yeah. and i said uh i said well was it in a container and he said no it was in the ground and i just said okay well the cashier can take care of that for you well in the back of my mind i was thinking that didn't kill your rose no of course so not. I, he said it had happened twice he but killed it twice. He, he's apparently he, not the same one. Not okay. the same one. Um, but curious. Yeah, it, I've that was the only in, in all the years that that product has been available. That's the only time I ever heard anybody say that. And, and then, hopefully, it'll be the only time you do because there's no way. That, even it, if you dump the whole bottle on. Well, it. it's like you said. We spray it with weed killer, and it didn't kill the roses. Didn't well, do them any good. Yeah. No, <laughs> right. And we know from personal, well, firsthand experience that that did happen, and it did survive. Yes, it so did. They did survive. Right. Yeah, I guarantee you that that happened. So anyway, don't the only the only the only thing that I could have thought of is that maybe if it had been in a, in a container because it does tell you don't use it on containerized roses. But if you put a, a chemical fertilizer and a chemical insecticide on a drought stress rose during a hot period, that could, could have it. could have had some yes could have had some problem yes. with it. Yeah, right. we we caution people all the time when you're going to spray something. Always make sure that the, the roots are water it in the water right. it in the morning and then spray it in the spray it yeah, in the afternoon sure or evening. Make sure things are well make, hydrated before you spray. Don't spray a dry plant. Yeah. yeah, it it can it can cause all kinds of problems. I did get uh, two more gophers this week. Oh, wow! Yes, I'm You're very very happy. I am on a roll. I am, and uh, I leave it's them like out. Joe you ought to be worried with a streak. <laughs> <laughs> So you leave them out for the coyotes? Oh yeah. Well, yep. I, I, I'm guessing it's not coyotes because my, or maybe they're preferring the gophers to my persimmons because my persimmons are all intact. So must be nice. Yes, I'm guessing That's right. that we talk, we had this discussion. Well, like you the have the meat flavor better yeah. than the fruit flavor. I'm, I'm okay. Which with is that. I'm okay with that too. <laughs> I mean, fruit does have its place in every life in everybody's diet. Yes. But, yes. But we lost another branch. On our persimmon, even though there's a, a, a fence of some sort that has, for the at least the short term, have kept them out, but now they something maybe it was a raccoon, but something got up there and just broke another branch, and now we're done with persimmons for this season. Sadly, oh. 
Sad. Very, very sad. Mine are just starting to ripen. Well, I guess and we'll be there's so by. many on the tree, it's leaning over to the side. I thought maybe some of the branches had broken. I'm turning my back on George so he doesn't hear this. Um, I thought maybe <laughs> some of the branches I'm coming over later to had. get more persimmons. And, <laughs> and then you're going to blame it on the coyotes. Oh, <laughs> well, they finally attacked your tree? <laughs> yes. They're all gone. If you want to give us a call today... 888-344-1170. Yeah, 888-344-1170 is the number. The glare was shining off of my, uh, off of my notes there. Uh, you're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. He'd let us in, knows where we've been, in his octopus's garden, in the shade. I'd ask my friends to come and see And we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Yeah? I don't know what you have on your piece of paper there, but did you go anyplace special last Monday? Were you anywhere last Monday afternoon? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's okay. actually on his paper. It oh, it is, is on, on It paper. is on there. Yeah. Okay, then please carry on. <laughs> I was just going to let everybody know about the uh, the sad news that we have about the uh, seed potatoes. Oh, oh no. Yeah. That we were so They're still anxious, on their way. Still, yeah. So anxiously awaiting. And we wish we could use the story about the harbor in Long Beach being backed up as the reason for them not <laughs> we being. We sadly can. But... Sadly, no. Well, they're coming from Montana, yeah, uh, and yeah. usually they don't go via the ocean. But you know, but if they go via truck, you know, yeah. We, I had a customer call on Thursday asking when they were going to be in, and I and I asked David, and at that point, we still thought they would be here this past week, and he's like, "Yeah, I should be here by tomorrow." And I felt we, I told her that, and now we are, we well, all have to back off of that well, story. It's the worst sadly, when you, and, yeah, you give people you want, at least it's not our fault. No, you, I don't yeah, know. but you want to hear the worst? Yeah, the worst is this that. part of that. On Tuesday, I overheard a coworker say we were they were expected within the next two weeks. Two weeks ago, so and they're not here yet, so it should be within the next two weeks. And so after that coworker hung up, I talked chastised them. Well, I didn't chastise her. I just talked to her. I said, "Well, they're expected this week." Yeah, because two weeks ago, yeah, makes sense. And but that coworker just was correct. Her, but that coworker a, turns out to be correct. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, um, well, here's the advantage of being a lazy gardener and not harvesting all of the potatoes thoroughly out of our garden. Are you going to make everybody feel bad who harvested completely now? Did you actually harvest completely? I did. Well, right now we have actually more potatoes growing in our garden than when I planted last year. That's funny. Yeah. They're actually, just I believe tons it. Mm-hmm. because we missed so many apparently. And I do. I have potatoes left over from my harvest. Remember my right. spider mite? That's right. Yeah. Potatoes, so I could plant those. And I did put, I did find a couple of pieces that they were sitting out in pots and I didn't water them, so they went dormant. And then after the rains a couple of weeks ago, they started growing again. So I do have potatoes. But our potatoes are en route on a very slow truck from Montana. And the company they are with takes. 10 business days to get to San Diego from Montana, which like makes walking? absolutely yeah, no sense. Well, they go through Mexico and come back <laughs> A wagon train. There we well, go. Well, it's funny because when I've been watching my reruns of Adam-12, they one Adam butt 12, up one to, Adam 12, Cedar Man. to yeah. wagon train. They Adam-12 follows wagon train. <laughs> and that's what I was thinking. Yeah, they're on a wagon train. <laughs> they could have gotten here more quickly. But anyway, we are now expecting them uh, in Poway on Monday the 15th and... 
As soon as they are inspected and released by the Ag Department, they will be available in both stores either that day or the next day. So that is the update, the sad update. But now let's Until follow that week. up yeah. with, a, with an exciting... At least, at least it hasn't been canceled. No, they're, they're on their way. Or as so. I said, en route. I just hope they don't encounter any freezing weather up in Oregon because then we're going to have That's the next mush crisis, potatoes. Yes. We shall see. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, they are en route. So, uh, yeah, Monday we, uh, well, you and George and myself and Melanie all at different times uh, made a visit to the uh, San Diego Botanical Garden. And we got to John Clements, who's called in uh, numerous occasions here to the show, uh, was kind enough to let us in and give us a little bit of a VIP tour of the conservatory where the uh, corpse flower was blooming. Particularly was Jack Smellington Jack, corpse yes. flower that that particular one yeah and um, that's I a special to, named variety yeah, of corpse yeah. flower Jack Smellington <laughs> and I I have to admit it was for a for a plant nerd thing that was pretty, pretty darn cool pretty cool it, it, it was pretty cool it was yeah it was very unique yeah yeah I remember seeing I remember seeing pictures of that plant as a kid in the issue of exotica that we have which is a porter what would you call it which well a, a reference book. it's the gray's anatomy yes. of horticulture yes um and it was always fascinated by it and then you would hear every once in a while one would come into bloom but they were they were always somewhere else i know mean, brooklyn botanical right, garden has one huntington planning huntington has one san francisco has one but when they could yeah you actually have to live where the thing is yeah. Because you can't time anything, you right. can't time a you trip to go see it. Because yeah. once once the flower opens, it's forty eight hours it, later. It's, it's forty eight hours later, it's done. So. However, had people been listening to Garden Talk on KPRZ and KCBQ last week, I think they were told on Saturday morning between six and seven a.m. when it was going to bloom. It was, they did. We were told that absolutely. And it was it Monday or Tuesday, and it bloomed on Halloween. It, it bloomed Sunday night. As they yeah. were told as John here. predicted. Yeah. Right? No. Oh, you predicted? Yes. He uh, said Monday or Tuesday because uh, the sheets hadn't fallen off yet. And I said it's going to bloom on Halloween night. And just in correct. case anybody missed that, I'll, I'm repeating a, it here to make sure everybody hears it. <laughs> those plants are 14 years old, the, those siblings, the one that was behind it as well. 14 years. And the last time they bloomed was in 2018. Or that one bloomed was 2018. Which is a fairly short cycle for yeah. them because it's usually four to seven years um, for them to rebloom. Uh, the good news is if you miss the first one, the second one's going to be blooming in probably another – well, it was it was three weeks on – John thought it was going to be three weeks on Monday. So No, don't ask me what day. I don't – I'm not going to opine but it, on but this it one. Was, Do you was, know the name it, of the second start, plant? No, what is it? Does anyone, I, I can't remember. Stinking Beauty. Oh, that's right. stinking beauty. So, one of the good things about going to see the plant on Monday rather than Sunday night was that the odor was not nearly as powerful as John had said it was the night the before. night before. Yeah, it wasn't overpowering, and it wasn't actually as foul as I was expecting. No, but apparently it was on on <laughs> Sunday night. John said that it, it and he said it, the and the odor changed as the as the evening wore on and. As did the temperature. They, they yeah. used a, a, a laser temperature gauge, and, and the, the plant got, I think he said, up to 97 degrees. Yeah, it started at 70-something at the bottom. Right, as he went up. And as it progressed in the evening, it got warmer and warmer, up to 96 at the top. And then I guess it would burst out with heat and smell. The ch- smell would change as, yeah. the, as, the, as the temperature would change. Um, yeah, and, and John's description of it was pretty... Pretty disgusting. And, 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 it, it was it was pretty bad. And Ken, you said you know if you're a plant nerd, it's something to see. There were there were lines of people. Oh, you have to get in. You have you have to get when the when that plant is in bloom, you have to have a reservation to get in. Um, and they sold out on Monday. And well, we were there. We were probably in the conservatory for a half hour, forty five minutes, talking to John. And it was a constant. Constant flow, flow of, of people. people, and it wow. and it and it it went pretty quickly. I mean, people people were, people were very kind, and and, and they were caught. Conser- they were they were they were well aware of people behind them, so they yeah. plans had to take a picture and then move on. Yeah, right. But it was, 
And if you want to see what it looks like as it unfurled, we actually, you can go to their website, but we have a link to it on Facebook page, uh, both for the nursery and for the Garden Talk uh, Facebook page. Yeah, it, well, it, it shows the time-lapse of it. A time-lapse, yeah. night, night video of it happening. Yeah, it was, it, it's pretty wild. And it's, then what you couldn't see when we were there was on the back side of the flower, they actually cut a hole through the space, and they had pollen from the... They had pollen from Huntington that they hand pollinate. They tried to hand pollinate the um, the flower, and then they were going to collect pollen from their plant and, and move, it. move it up to move it up to Huntington, and then they're going to try to cross pollinate the second flower when it blooms as well. So they may be able to get some seed off of it. What did he tell us? There was less than a hundred. There's less than a thousand. Less than a hundred. Less than a hundred in the United. Well, no, it was uh, less than a hundred in the United States. Yeah. I don't know how many are in the wild. It is. I'm I'm glad I went to see it. I wasn't going to make time and I'm glad I went to see it because it is neat to just. You can say that. Yeah. And now I know what to look forward to when ours blooms in Poway. And you, you guys have we, a new if we plant. If we don't croak yeah. it first. Yeah. Yes, you have a new plant in Point Loma. Oh, I, I, I procured two more. So, good. Yes. Yeah, so keep an eye on the San Diego Botanical Gardens website uh, for the second flower to bloom. And when it gets ready to go, I would hire, if you have any kind of interest in that at all, I would highly recommend uh, making a reservation and going and checking it out because it, it's, it's pretty neat. I. I was I was very impressed. And if you miss that, sometime in the next two to five years, if we do not kill it in the interim, hopefully one will be blooming at Walter Anderson Nursery in Poway. And we'll have lines out the door, people coming around. Uh, well, you had gone and you had gone to the garden earlier in the morning. Uh, we went in the afternoon, and George happened to come up at the same time that we were there. So after the after we went and spent some time in the conservatory, looking at the corpse flower and talking to John, we went out and did a quick walk through the through the, the garden. main gardens. Yeah, went over to the uh, subtropical fruit tree section, which is pretty cool. They've got some neat stuff over there. They had a jujube that was loaded with fruit. It was massive. It was yeah, a big it's tree. Huge. Did, did you bring yeah. me any? Well, there was a sign no. that said that you know you weren't supposed don't to pick, pick the don't fruit. pick the fruit. Well, I'm sure that didn't apply to you guys. Well, it didn't <laughs> apply to Melanie. I know that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, John. Uh. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Melanie. <laughs> and and sorry, soon to be Kenny. sorry, Ken. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> She's not listening right now, is she? No. I hope not. No, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. She'll be listening she'll get, she'll catch it later. In perpetuity. Yeah. No, she, 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 did, she did taste one, one jujube, but there was, what, a thousand jujubes it on was, that? It was, yeah, it was loaded. covered, and it was, it was the largest one I've seen. How big, big was the fruit? Oh, the fruit was a standard, was a standard actually a little bit smaller than what we've seen on ours. Yeah. I think it's because there were so many. Well, I wonder... Because I have one at home, and they're grafted. The rootstock has very small fruit on it, and the main tree has a larger fruit, which actually was riper earlier. So I wonder if that was rootstock or if it was the desired yeah, desire, juice. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, again, sorry, John. We didn't mean to call that out on the radio. <laughs> and, Ken, for a slight fee, I'll not say anything about the podcast to Melanie. To Melanie. Uh, yeah. And how she can listen to it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, you're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. See, I got it that time. Well done. You did it, and you did it exceptionally well. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. 
With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. I have a uh, tough time singing along with some of Herb Albert's music. It's hard to sing to. Well, especially since it doesn't have lyrics. I know. That's, uh, yes. Okay, well, sorry. David likes to make up his own lyrics. So <laughs> yeah, that, that usually doesn't work out so well. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What are we talking about? Oh, um, if, you look, if you're a fan of Redwood Planters, I would take a look at purchasing while you can because our long yeah. time our long time supplier as long as i as long as i've been in the business right. um jj roberts redwood up in la are uh closing down yeah that's... they're done they're done and uh they by they're... far made the nicest the nicest redwood planters that were on the market correct and uh, or is it a are they a victim of COVID times supply chain. I think just tired. Times. Tired. Yeah, I think it's just, just tired. Yeah. And um, yeah. they didn't want to sell because they didn't think that they could find somebody that would put the quality into the product that they with their name with with their name on it. Correct. And, uh, yeah. They and they and they 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 do make the the best looking redwood that I've that I've ever seen. It's it's beautiful work. How long have we been doing business with them? They they've been the preeminent supplier the entire my thirty. Two years, as, yeah. like yeah. I said, as long as long as I, as far back as I can remember, um, so that that's at least uh, that's a, that's at least forty years, at least. So I I, I honestly don't know. I, I talked to the gentleman we get the redwood benches from to see if he had any ability, right, and right. he was going to look into it. And he said, no, he, he he can't get the wood. He's having trouble getting wood hmm. to to make the products. So the just his tables and uh, table or not tables the ben- bench, bench sets yeah and he's still having trouble with that i i'm going to give him the cedar supplier up in montana to see if they can work something they can work out something out there because the cedar planters that we have that we're dabbling we're with trying to get in right. are, are nice they're quality yeah, yeah. they're definitely it, solid yeah it's it's good looking stuff so if you if you if you need trellises or you need or you need planter boxes, uh, window boxes, things like that, I would come in and get them as soon as you can because I don't know how much we yes. have not been able to source a new a new supplier yet. And and since he's shutting down, he's pretty much almost done with production now. Correct. Everybody wants extra, and there's not extra to be gotten. Yeah. So if you have some on your patio now, or thinking about replacing one or something to make sure they still match. Uh, do it. Yeah. The window is closing very quickly. Yes, it is. Yeah, I think he wants to be done by the end of the year. So, that, I think less, I, uh, that's uh, that's less than two months. And I think he's done with the property at the end of the year. I think is what Correct. he said. He's got to be out by the thirty first of December. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. The challenge for anybody right now is going to be, you know, getting getting sourcing apply, lumber yeah. at a cost, a reasonable cost that they can, you know, pass on to the consumer because it's wood is so expensive right now. Well, every, everything's everything's getting expensive. I mean, we're, the the, in, the the inventory department at both stores um, issues price changes on an yeah. almost daily basis during the week as as stuff comes in, and we're seeing price we're seeing prices go up across the board on oh, just about everything. Yeah, and it's big jumps. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, we had I saw one for um, well, trying, it, too, well yeah. it was. I I think it was I think it was 5 gallon redbird azaleas went from 20 from 26.99 to 39.99 in wow. one in one jump. It's it's just incredible what's well, going you, on. Well, you all of the ingredients. Yeah. Labor yeah. and all of the things that go with running a business, transport, fuel. The fuel, fuel surcharges fuel are increasing right. on a weekly mm-hmm. basis from the carriers and mm-hmm. that's yeah. going to get passed on and and can you mention something about fertilizers and, and this the source yeah. material for fertilizers has gone up considerably thanks for the reminder yeah uh, that that's going up uh, the shortage of natural gas which is another component in fertilizer production is is going to be a problem uh one of our suppliers sent us a note as to what's going on and they said that Shipping a last January shipping a container from China was five thousand dollars. It's thirty two thousand five hundred and climbing. So that's an and that's if you can get the container over here and get it off of the ship. If they're not sitting in a harbor somewhere, right? Park it in Long Beach. Yeah. Right. So it's uh 
it's it's get it's it's getting crazy. If you want to give us a call, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. We're going to go to the phones and talk to uh, Phil. Good morning, Phil. How are you? We're we're good. Good. Um, last two weeks, you've talked about pomegranates a lot, mm-hmm. and my pomegranate tree. I three years ago, it was delivering five to six inch diameter, giant, beautiful pomegranates. We trimmed it. I'll say severely because it was the bush kind, not like a single trunk, but like a bush. And it was all over the place and just too big. So we trimmed it way back. This year, it is perfectly beautiful green. All the leaves are on all the branches. But we've had one pomegranate about three inches in diameter on the whole tree. Is it a cyclical thing that if you hack it back the fruit will come back or have i killed the tree the tree looks great just no no fruit it's just going to take it two or three years to develop the fruiting wood again you cut off the majority of the fruiting wood and it'll be fine i mean well the the only question i would have is did it flower i didn't catch that part did it flower a lot this past year no yeah so yeah exactly what david just said then but it's going to be fine it, I mean, unfortunately, okay. it's time, but yes. Yeah, we we aren't leaving anytime soon, but I just wondered if it was, you know, we have to replace it now. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, and all your other info on pomegranates was good the last two weeks. Thank you. <laughs> you're, you're very you're welcome. most welcome. I, I have a seedling pomegranate at home that I harvested the first ripe-looking fruit on, and I let it. I left it on the tree as long as possible because I wanted it to be Extreme. the best it could be. Right. And then I let it sit on my counter for two weeks because I kept forgetting to eat it. And then I finally opened it up, and every arrow on the inside was totally moldy and rotten. Oh, God. And I don't yeah. know if some varieties have a a propensity to do that, and I don't know if this is going to be Seed that. or So I, I only got three fruit off of it this year. These are my first fruits. And... So I picked the next one and brought it into work prematurely. So it's not it wasn't quite ripe, so it wasn't that good, but none of the arrows were rotten. So it's an interesting yeah. um pomegranate. The seed is much I think more on the hard side than some of the others. Firmer. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm gonna go with that's a good thing because even though some people spit out the seeds, those are good to go through your system. Correct. It's very good for your digestive system. Big on fiber. Yes, sir. Uh, so, so the good thing is we can thin a few of the branches, but leave them to keep growing. Exactly. Even though the plant's large. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And if you get the opportunity and, and can come up to Poway next uh, Wednesday night, uh, Tom Spellman does a great job on the different fruiting characteristics of different trees, whether they fruit on one-year wood, two-year wood, things of that sort. It'll help you make informed decisions on pruning. Great. All righty, yeah. sir. Well, thank you very much for the call, and just be patient now. Yes. Okay. okay. Got a lot of patience. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. Thanks okay. for the call, Phil. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye. Take care. Um, it's what? Oh, I just it's it's funny and it's sad that that happened, but it's really not a big deal. It just yeah. probably yeah. in the long run, it's, he's going to be better off. He yes. will be. He will be yeah. better off, but it is rejuvenating it is, the fruiting wood. It's yeah. sad. It, when it, you, it is. It's like, oh, yeah. And that is why it is so important to know yeah. before people do their annual prunings. This wasn't an annual pruning. This was a shaving or a right. changing Sometimes of the tree. It's necessary, but yeah. But some people go out and they prune their fruit trees without knowing where the fruiting wood comes from. Correct. Right, and whether and, it's going to fruit on the wood that you cut this year a, or not. A lot of trees prune, uh, produce fruit on these little short spurs off the branches and they think it's a lot of people who trim just go out and cut off all those tiny little spurs because we don't need these little branchlets what right my neighbor was complaining to me that he didn't get enough pears off of his tree and i went over and asked him about the trimming well he always cuts off all the little branches the little spurs the little spurs spurs, the ones that produce the fruit which is where that book what's that book called how to prune fruit trees and roses yes that's the excellent book book. it comes in handy because knowing where the fruit's going to come from will help you to preserve and prune to increase and preserve. Increase and production. If you can't, and if you can't make it to, um, if you can't make it to Tom's class on the tenth, uh, the section on 
backyard orchards that is in the current version of the How to Prune Fruit Trees and Roses book was written by Tom, and it is included in that book. So, yeah. at no additional at, charge, at no, addition, <laughs> at no additional charge. So you can pick up a copy of that uh, in either store. You can also pick it up online at WalterAnderson.com. Uh, what else we got going on? Garlic is in season right now, and we've got a lot of garlic. Yeah. I, Sometimes I just grin. I'm not trying to change your, your direction or anything. Sometimes I That's just, just grin. That's just his look. You're just, just going to have to deal look. with I'll it. I'll have to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, we, may, we may put you over in Brandon's room. I'm not sure. So, what did he do to deserve that? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but we have a lot of bare root garlic in stock right now, a lot of different varieties. Uh, some I've never heard. I mean, it's, well, yeah. you go to the store, it's it's garlic. Correct. I mean, right. the, they don't get into the... Different, yeah, the different the varieties or flavors, or well, nice. maybe elephant garlic. Yeah, you, you, you might true. see, but uh, we've got all kinds of them. There's red garlic, and isn't there a purple one too? Yeah, so, pink. Yeah, well, and people ask me what life. the differences are. And I, and that's the I problem. After I, I get just like I don't know, no idea on the yeah. garlics. Does anybody here? Know I know the, the differences between the hard necks and the soft necks, but other than that, I'm I you know it's a red one versus a purple or a white. Right. It's I garlic. Know. It's yeah. garlic. Well, the the long neck and soft neck, that's kind of like the, the hard long neck. or hard neck. That's kind of like the long day and short day it, it, onion. In some ways, yeah, yeah. There is one other thing. The, the the hard neck varieties will give you the the garlic scapes, those little extra twirly things that come out of the stalk that you can cook with. If you've ever let them if you apparently I've ever none seen of this. you have ever grown <laughs> garlic and let it come not not way. with the curly things on it no it, it you it, the plant will grow and off the stem you get these extra like look when an onion goes to seed and you get that fine little head at the top that before mm. it opens up into the ball mm. it looks like it's going to do that and then you get this what's called escape and it's like a pig's tail like a right i was going to show my brilliance by saying kind of like a pig's tail right. question mark exactly Thank similar you. to that but the hard neck does that the soft neck does not do that Oh. And you can cook with them. They're very popular in pestos and things of that sort. Somebody asked me, because I, I was told that hardneck garlics prefer a colder winter. Is that correct? And that's where Ken was going, yeah, with the you know the long day, short day. Yeah, they, they do better in cooler weather. A, a customer asked me if they could put it into a refrigerator, like a bulb. But we will discuss that. We'll talk about it when we get back. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to be talking about garlic when we come back right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. And I look across its smiling lips that warm my... Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. God did make little green apples, and it don't rain in Indianapolis in the summertime. And we're back. There's no such thing as... With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson. Along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman, we were talking about garlic, and I can't remember what we were talking about about garlic when we went. David wanted to put it in the freezer or something. Not the that. freezer. <laughs> Everybody knows not the freezer. He wanted but it to so you were, yeah, you were speculating on whether the, the hardneck, which does better in cooler climates, northern climates, would do better if you put it in the refrigerator first. Yeah, Maybe well, it's going to grow in the refrigerator. I was reading about it wanting a blanket of snow over it, or getting that before it grows, and why couldn't we just do that like we do with the tulips and the hyacinths and put it in the fridge for six weeks and then plant it? Fair question. I think you should try it. Makes, it. it makes sense to me. So the, well, the, the well, one negative, though, to hardneck is it does not keep as long. So if you're going to grow garlic that you want to keep in store, you'll, you're better off doing the soft With neck. With a soft neck, right. It lasts longer. 
what are the benefits of the heart of the hard neck then? I thought it was better for braiding or something. It is. I think it's better for braiding, and it also is. Um, if you like to, but if it doesn't hard, last that long, say, that doesn't make right. sense. I mean, it, yeah, but it does. It, they form, and also the um, the, the uh, hard neck is fewer cloves that are typically a little bit larger than the soft neck. Oh. Soft neck has smaller cloves. For home growers, several extension sites recommend refrigerating cloves for go. two to six weeks before planting. <sighs> so are you, you going to do it? Genius. Well, actually, it was a customer, but it made perfect yeah. sense. What he's going to do is he's going to bring them home and leave them on the counter, yeah, right. intending to put them in the refrigerator, and they were they'll just rot on the counter. Oh no! I'll put them in the fridge. They'll put them in the fridge and they'll just stay there. I'll rot them in the fridge. I'll rot them in the bottom of the refrigerator. I'm going to rot them in the fridge. And so what we're going to do in the spring, Ken, is we'll be sitting here and we'll say, so how did that garlic experiment go? And my eyes will get wide. (laughs) It's growing nice mold in the fridge. But that's the beauty of the fridge. It it stores it so that I can plant them at any time after winter. At any time you wish. Are you talking about the mold spores or the garlic? Well, actually, um, I did a test with some Brussels sprouts that have been in my fridge from Costco for months and they have not decayed. I, I, I'm giving them to my chickens. I'm not going to eat them at this <laughs> I was point. Yeah, I was but say, like gain of function. Uh... Yeah, I don't know if you've ever left cauliflower in the fridge too long. It, it, anyway, yeah. it's, it's chicken food now, but they didn't look bad. That was the Moral of my story. So was it was this purposeful, or was no? It, just... it was just manana, manana, okay. manana. I'll prepare them tomorrow, and now it's just been too long, and I, I can't in good conscience prepare them. Have you guys ever had black garlic before? I have not. I ever have even not. heard of black, black garlic. No, I've not heard oh, of it. Uh, it. It's a it's a fancy way of just decaying your uh, garlic, basically, and it's supposed to add a new flavor. But I personally think it's too strong of a taste. Of I garlic. can't so even imagine what the flavor would be. So when you <laughs> rot your garlic, you can still eat it. I, I wonder if that's, that's like what they're dr- saying. Yeah, like dry aging beef. Interesting. It, it's the exact same process. What uh, they're saying. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I had not heard of that. Da, 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 da. That's, uh, so is that two things you've been correct on today or three? I'm not bad. I'm, I'm, he doesn't like to keep I'm gonna, track. You know what? Yesterday, I'm not sure why. It had something to do with something good that had happened this week. I bought a Super Lotto ticket. Did you select the numbers? Which, no. Heck okay. no. Well, I hope you bought it in your neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got it in Poway, so not exactly. <laughs> oh, let's see. What else have we got to talk about? Oh, Christmas trees. Oh, um, yeah. You have go really, back to not going to be... Let's go back to the storage and the cost. Exactly. And, and, and transportation, transportation, et cetera, et cetera. But also drought. And a dry, a dry Pacific dry, Northwest. Dry Pacific Northwest. Uh, some of the trees... During got, the summer. During the now. summer, some of the trees got scorched. Um, I don't think we're going to... I don't think we're getting any. If they call them. They call them flocking trees. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the ones you hide. Yes. Yeah, so that you can you can cover you can cover up the damage with flock. But we're, I, you didn't order any of those, did you? No. Yeah. So our trees, our trees should be in good. Our trees should be in good shape when they when they come in this year. Um, but that might cause shipping. a little might cause a little bit of shortage. Um, and shipping may be an shipping issue. Shipping is always an issue. So we will. We will see, but we're expecting them the week of Thanksgiving, I believe. Are we not? Yes, Correct. the Monday or Tuesday before Thanksgiving is when the first truck like of every, trees will arrive. Yeah. And they're it not is, coming from the same folks who ship the potatoes, so we're okay. Yeah. Yes, these are on people that, yeah, hopefully they want to get them here. I, I'm thinking of so many different things that happen to cause trucking shortages in California, but I'm not going to. We don't need to expand upon that right now. And poinsettias are due that week too, aren't they? Oh, yes. We've already gotten a, yeah, a smattering of the fall yellow, colors. Yeah. Yellow ones are in, and a, some some pretty speckly ones are in. and um, it, It's almost like that it is November already. The holidays are here. I, yeah, yeah, I, I know. Don't, I, I like the red poinsettias. I'm, tradition. I, I, I yeah. just like yeah. the reds. Yeah. Although I, I have to admit, when they, used to, when they used to have the grower trials at um, Eki, Eki, yeah. It, they had some pretty spectacular stuff up there, and and it. Oh, I don't. I don't dispute. Some yeah. of them are unique and they're attractive, and there's some. But but they just. It's it's not Christmas, not Christmas or no. Thanksgiving with them. But a yellow or a orangey peachy colored 
Thanksgiving or fall poinsettia, I think is totally appropriate. I don't consider them Christmas poinsettias. Right. But I think they, they look very nice, and I agree with the traditional red, but I think the, they're very nice early I, in the agreed. season. Agreed. I think, they're I, again, they're, they're nice plants. They're unique. They've got some characteristics, some drama to them, but they just don't say like, holidays to me. Like some people have like, drama to them. And, a lot of people have yeah. drama to them. <laughs> yes. Present company included. Hey, now. <laughs> oh, one thing I forgot sure. to mention about the botanical garden as we were walking around. Uh, they have a huge agathis. I'm not sure if it's australis, or, but the cowrie tree. Like we put in the ground and Like power. we have it. We, yeah, ours isn't anywhere near as big as the one that they, they, that they have, but it's a, it's a spectacular tree. Now, what, what's the tree? Agathis. I think it's agathis. I think it's a Gathus australis. And it's a very there. narrow, upright tree. Correct? Very narrow, upright tree. It gets a huge trunk on it um, as they as they mature. As a matter of fact, the lar- there's one down in New Zealand that has the largest trunk by volume of any tree of any tree in Larger the world. Larger than our, our giant sequoias? Yeah. It it's massive. It's not as tall as sequoias, but the, the, girth. the trunk, the girth, is is just enormous. Um, it, it, they're they're beautiful trees. They're 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 conifer. They're a wide leaf conifer. Well, you know, right. talking about yeah. plant, it doesn't have a common name that I plant know of. Gakes and plant Cowrie. nerds. Cowrie the cow- yeah, but that's Cowrie. the that's almost. A, yeah, I guess it is in Australia. Right? That Australia, New yeah, Zealand. Australia, New Zealand. Yeah. That just gave me goosebumps thinking about how large the General Sherman tree and how many gray whales or blue whales they say you could fit in the in the trunk of a of the giant sequoias, and that's bigger. Yeah, it is, and I, I've seen it. It's you, you walk down this little trail to get to it. It's in a it's in a botanical garden or a reserve. And my dad and I were walking along. And going, this thing can't be that big. And you come around the corner, and it's like, oh my god, it, it is, is that it's, big. It's that big. Yeah, it's 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 pretty stunning. So, but anyway, if you want to see a small version of that, they have a beautiful one um, up at the botanical garden. The only uh, then we have the one in Poway, an up and comer. And there's right. one there's one by the statue of El Cid in Balboa Park as well. So. You've been listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to be back next Saturday morning at 6 o'clock with another hour. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.